BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to Pew, You're My Therapist, the podcast where I've met, you listen, and you, you don't get paid. I am your host, Divine Philemon. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know um, how to start the episode. So I actually did something a little bit different today where I mapped out what I was going to talk about. Because I've been going through it. I've been going through it. Um, I've been feeling a lot of anxious energy. Ah, what a great way to put it. And a lot of anxiety. I just have anxiety. <laughs> and I've and it's you know, when I get anxious, I get sad. If it goes on for too long, I get depressed depressed. What the fuck was I about to say? I get depressed. So I've been feeling like that for the last couple of days. Um, And as we know, I've talked about it before. My highs are very high and my lows are really, really low. But one thing I did want to talk about today is I want to talk about the correlation between dating and how that directly affects my anxiety and how I'm trying to get myself out of this pit because I recorded about 11 minutes of this podcast a couple days ago it was not a podcast honey bun it was literally a cry for help is what, <laughs> is what it was I was just like nah, 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 nah. like I want to quit I'm gonna quit I'm gonna quit everything I'm gonna ah! that was me okay so but you know I I had to stop recording prematurely because my mom was making so much noise and she was not picking up the phone when I called her And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I give up. I'm just going to record this later. And, you know, now we're recording later. But I had that gave me a moment to gather my thoughts and to say to myself, all right, let's 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 sit down. Let's sit down. Let's let's calm down and let's just really think about what this means. So I'm going to tell you guys a little bit of gossip. So a couple a couple weeks ago, I want to say like at the end of March, at the tail end of March, I matched with this guy on Hinge. Um, I matched with him on Hinge. I immediately, my ears perked up when I matched with him because he was so my type. 
And he was super my type, you know, he had the wavy brown hair, pretty eyes, like he also had like an arrogant flair to him, you know, like a very arrogante flair. So immediately my type and I was like, oh, <laughs> please. So we match, we start talking. Um, immediately there are like some differences between us and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to pursue this. Um, because I just think we're too different. That's where it started off. So I told my sister that, and then my sister was like, no, (laughs) my poor sister, my poor sister, my poor mother, these two women, I just put them through it and I kind of enjoy it. It's fun. It's like, I keep, I'm the spice in their life, you know? So my poor sister, she was like, please divine. She was like, you cannot expect everybody that you have a connection with to 100% be on your same page. And I was like, okay, but I can't. Because <laughs> my name is Divine and we live in a perfect world. And in my perfect world, um, my guy likes everything I like and does not like anything I don't like. And if he does, he's going to change it. Um, that was a joke. That was a joke. Don't kill me. That was a joke. But my sister was like, she was like, just think about it. And I was like, okay. So I like continued talking to him, whatever. And then, but we were texting at this point, which I think is really important to add because I'm the kind of person, like I will read your text message with an attitude, sister. I will read it with an attitude that's like not even close to what you're talking about. Like, There have been moments where, like, people text me, and I'm like, what did you mean when you texted me that? Why would you text that in that tone? And they're like, what? (laughs) And I normally do that with my girlfriends. And, like, I have to literally, though, I have to, like, like, think. I got to tap this little noggin. And I'm like, babe, no. You absolutely just gave that text a full-blown theatric character. This is not Shakespeare love. Do not bring these words to life. Like, don't do that. That's just words. So I caught myself doing that. And I was like, you know what? Let's take this convo to the phone. So I took the convo to the phone. And lo and behold, yes, I absolutely misconstrued so much of what he said. And we were actually were very much on the same page about a lot of things. And I was like, oh, I kind of like him. I kind of like him. I actually kind of like him a lot. But this was the problem. This man is in Los Angeles because I still have my hinge set to Hidden Hills. Yes, we've talked about this. So still in L.A., And I was thinking that at the end of the month, I was going to go to L.A. Um, L.A. I hate it how I say that. But I was thinking that at the end of the month, I was going to go to L.A. Because um, I I had an engagement, okay? I had an engagement. But then that got switched to New York, which is why I'm going to New York next week. And so I, you know, he and I started talking. We're getting along. And this is the thing with me. When I get along with a guy right away we're on the same page I find you funny you find me funny and we're like aware that like we want to fuck each other and we like each other's personalities that stabs me right into the chest it's cupid has hit me I don't care if you're a million miles away I believe in love (laughs) like I believe in love I believe that love will find a way hey like literally literally like 
my chest hurts right now, like even thinking about it. But I'm a romantic. You guys know this. I'm a lover girl. I have it tattooed on my arm. Like I believe in love. Literally the other day I was crying. You'll see why in a minute. I was crying and my friend Sade, hey Sade, she was like, I was like, fuck this. I hate this. I don't ever want to do this. Like, you know, full dramatics going zero to 100. And she goes, divine, divine, divine. Look at your arm. Look at your arm. What's on your arm? And I was like, fuck my arm. And she was like, nope, look at your arm. And I was like, what? And she was like, what's that tatted on your arm? Lover. I got a lover tatted on my arm. Because <laughs> I'm a lover girl. Because I'm a motherfucking lover girl. Okay? So, yeah, I had lover tatted on my arm. And she was like, just remember that. She was like, you're handling this whole situation very well. You're going to see what I'm talking about in a minute. But she was like, you're hand- I think you're doing good. You just, you know, like chill is still necessary. Um, But, you know, we're doing okay. So I was like, okay, fine. So, um, so anyways, so, you know, I'm a lover girl. I believe in love. I'm like, ain't no mountain high, ain't no mountain low can keep me from getting to you babe okay so I'm thinking LA that's not a big deal I'm already thinking about moving there yes we've completely ditched the thought of living in New York listen not to get sidetracked again but New York makes me so miserable and we're gonna talk about this a little bit more but New York makes me so miserable And I thought, oh, it's New York. Nobody in New York is happy unless they're a millionaire. And then I told you I went to L.A. and I was like, oh, my God, it doesn't have to be this way. There's a place on earth where I can actually be happy. I actually I think I'm not happy in these places because I hate these places. Atlanta, New York, whatever. But I'm happy here in L.A. So I should move to the place where I'm happy. And I felt happy there. So I completely just threw away the thought of moving to New York because I just refused to like pay to suffer which is essentially what would happen so I am like okay you know he and I are like talking every day we're facetiming we're calling like it's getting really good like I'm he's he's baby boy like that's my name for him he's baby boy he's like baby girl you know like it's it's really it's giving it's eating it's giving it's it's slaying in the best way and I'm like oh my god like I want to see where this goes like I'm excited like I'm actually getting excited I'm actually excited to get to know somebody because like a lot of the times when I'm talking to men I feel like I'm walking on eggshells I feel like I'm walking on eggshells because I'm like anything I say could be so wrong and they're gonna just ghost they're gonna ghost and I'm I'm gonna be so upset because they didn't even give it a fair shot or whatever so I'm like thinking about that that's living in the back of my head and you know I'm we're starting to talk I'm starting to like him like we established like we like each other it's just going great whatever and then you know it just starts to feel weird you know the moment you know it does it's not necessarily a moment it's like you wake up one day and you're like huh there's been a shift there's a shift in the universe and immediately, I think like a lot of us who are anxiously attached, because that's my attachment style, but I'm also, you know, slightly avoidant. Um, 
anxiously attached to like, what did I do wrong? Why, why aren't you picking up my calls now? Why aren't you calling me back? It's been, it's almost a month. We almost made it to the one month mark. (laughs) Yes, I know you live halfway across the world, literally, but love conquers all. Why aren't you thinking big? You need to think big, bitch. (laughs) You need to be thinking big, bitch. So I'm, I'm like, I'm getting upset. I'm getting sad. And I'm like starting to feel the little knife plunge in my chest. And I'm like, oh my God, please do not tell me this is yet another failed talking stage. I said I had two more left in me. This was the one. And now I have one more left in me. And I don't know where I'm going to muster the energy to make one more opportunity for another talking stage. And I'm like, this sucks because I, I wasn't being delusional. I think this is what sucks a lot here is I wasn't being delusional. I wasn't like, does he like me? Does he? Th-? No, 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 no. That was established. All of these things were established. These feelings were established and they were nice and they were great. But, you know, sometimes people want to be realist. And it's like, I don't want to live in reality. I want to live in the delusion that love conquers all that, you know, it is possible. And I do think it's possible because you see people who do all that shit all the time this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day would you go for a run take a nap read a book go out with a friend a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time but the question is more time for what Recently, me and my therapist sat down and literally made a list of all of the things I've been wanting to accomplish this year that I felt that I did not have any time for. There's a book I've been wanting to read on finance. You guys know I'm super into my finances this year. And I was like, when am I going to have the time to do this? Well, we sat down, made that list, and turns out I have time on Tuesday mornings. Little changes can really help create a sense of control in a world where so many of the things that happen are beyond our control. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and it's suited to fit your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com POV today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash P-O-V. So I'm in this moment and I'm feeling really sad. And when I get here, When I get to the place where I realize I have been ghosted, that the object of my affection no longer feels the way, or I am assuming, by the way, also, like, this is the other thing, and, like, this is where I'm actually listening to my therapist, hey, girl, and I'm actually, like, you know, not centering the world around myself. So hard not to do that. But one of the things that, like, my therapist and I talked about was... It might not have anything to do with me, okay? It might not have anything to do with me. This is is the divine, these are the thoughts of divine 
that has her head screwed on right. And then we're going to go into the thoughts of the me that's like on antidepressants, anxiety medication, um, and has to meditate like a lot. Okay. So neurotypical divine is like, you know, he's probably got a lot of shit going on. And neurotypical divine is really telling psychotic divine that don't take it personally. You can't like, let's practice detachment because we've been practicing it. It's been working. I know that you haven't felt like this for somebody in a long time. And I know that it's hard and it's going to be hard to practice this kind of detachment at this moment. But you have to. You have to be like, this is just like every other guy. It's okay. And you just need to continue to practice detachment. That's what neurotypical divine is telling me. <sighs> Psychotic divine on the other um, end. She's like, girl, what the fuck did you do? She's like, another one? You scared another one off, bitch? What did you do, divine? You ain't learned your lesson from the last 1,200 niggas that you made run away? You're gonna die alone, bitch. You're gonna die alone. And look, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. There are 4 million niggas out here in the world and you can't find one to love you. That's fucking insane. You know how fucking crazy you sound? And it's like, what are you doing to these men? What are you doing to them? What are you doing? What What are you doing? Are you showing the crazy too soon? Is that it? You need to, you're too much. You're too much. Yeah, that's the problem, Divine. You're too much. You come in here and you want to be all authentic and vulnerable. And you're scaring the niggas. You're scaring the men, Divine. You're a little too open. You're a little too... Ah, you need to chill, all right? You're too much. Not everybody can handle that. You're too much soul-wise, emotion-wise, and you got a big body. You big-backed. <laughs> You're big-backed, okay? <laughs> and then the neurotypical divine is like, shut up. No, that's not what happened because you don't know what happened, girl. There's so much that could have happened. You know, not everybody's like you, honey. You know, some people, when they're overwhelmed, they shut down. They they, they don't talk to the person that they want to talk to because I don't know why because I'm not like that. But, um, you know, people have different means of coping and you don't know what's wrong. You don't know what's going on. So do not make any assumptions until you were told. You know, just like chill out. In the meantime, that doesn't mean wait. That means continue to do your thing. Be a hot girl. Be a fly girl. Go do you. Go do you. You know? Be a fly girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay, babe. It's not the end of the world. Everything is okay. And then Psychotic Divine is like, you know what? That sounds real fucking nice, you know, but we've been lonely for a long fucking time. And actually, I think what I'm gonna do to you, Divine, is I'm gonna throw you into a fucking spiraling depression where you're just gonna wonder what the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what's wrong with her? You know, what the fuck is wrong with her? You see this too, right? You see it? <sighs> so, 
That's like the voice of my angel and my little devil on my shoulder. Um, I was watching Emperor's New Groove and like I was thinking about Kronk's little people on his shoulder. Um, but anyways, so that's like but when what's going on and for a while psychopathic divine she really had the lead in the conversation but you know um uh neurotypical divine stepped in she put her foot down she said shut the fuck up you're making my girl feel bad knock it off so today I took some time and I was like all right I had therapy actually and my therapist she we're talking about it because this is the thing like you know I I oh, oh Jesus. I stray away from talking about these things and like I don't know if you've noticed, but I haven't gotten super specific about like men's situations in a while. And honestly, sometimes I fluff up the details so bad because I hate the thought of a man that I had a thing with listening to the podcast and being like, Oh, this is about me. I do hate that a lot. But I realize that one, it doesn't matter, and two, because I hate to give a man the benefit of the doubt not the benefit of the doubt I'm sorry I hate to give a man the benefit of thinking that they threw me into a spiral because they ghosted me that I miss them so much that I like them so much that I am I am going through a mental health crisis because of them and the thing is it's like the girls know it's not because of the man it's not I it's not the man yeah I'm I miss talking to this person and I would hope that like I wish that and I hope that like it continues I hope we continue to talk whatever but it's triggering is what it is it triggers all of these very deep-rooted emotions that sometimes you think are dealt with and they're just not they're just not I know for me when getting ghosted like that I was so triggered like I literally I thought about oh my god I I went back to when I was in preschool and being rejected for the first time by my preschool crush that I wanted to fake marry and him not wanting to fake marry me and how that broke my fucking heart and 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 being so sad about that and then you know a couple years later like a step later the next time that i remember anything about rejection and i have and i have rejection sensitivity and the next thing i remember anything about rejection is being in school and you know waiting for my mom to pick me up and looking around and being like oh so you guys have mommies too that's cool i get that and who is that man that lives in your house 24-7 and that like hugs your mommy every time you s- they see your mommy? Who is that? And I'm like, oh, that's your dad. Oh, okay. I don't have one of those. Um, hmm. I don't have one of those. And then, you know, going to my mom and being like, um, where's my dad? <laughs> and, you know, my mom, like, listen my Haitian mother my Haitian mom being like well I got pregnant with you and your dad left me and my child brain saying oh my god so I made him go away I made him leave and then me wanting like having this yearning to meet this person because I'm like 
maybe like when they meet me, like they'll realize like I'm not that bad and they're going to be like, oh, I want to get to know her. She's so cool. Like daddy issues out the ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? So having like all of these things like that's that shit brought that up. Like I like when I'm talking to my therapist about this, I'm like telling her, yeah, yeah, I think I'm ghosted. I think I got ghosted. That ghosting conversation, that hinge man conversation literally lasts for like three minutes. And then 57 minutes of my therapy session is me digging up all of the times that I felt like I wasn't good enough for people to stick around and trying to appease these abandonment issues that I clearly have and trying to remind myself that like I am not at fault for the things that other people do that they have their own lives and I cannot put such a heavy weight and bearance on the way people act towards me and at one point during a therapy session, she said, <laughs> my therapist pulled out um, All About Love by Bell Hooks. And she quoted and she said, hold on, let me find the quote. So the quote says, contrary to what we may have been thought to think, unnecessary and unchosen suffering wounds us, but need not scar us for life. It does mark us. What we allow the mark of our suffering to become is in our own hands. So my therapist said that to me and literally my only response was, I literally said to my therapist, I said, well, fuck her too then. (laughs) Like, girl, I was like, fuck you, girl. Fuck you. I was like, I'm gonna listen, but it's still fuck you right now because I'm hurting. And I was like, but there's a point there. There's a point. And And I'm tired of feeling like, you know, sometimes I think about if I, when I fall in love, okay, when I fall in love, when we're being positive, and this person loves me too, and we're in a dedicated relationship, if I make the mistake of falling in love with the wrong person, That is a key to all of my pain. Knowing that I have abandonment issues and knowing how susceptible I am to the pain of being abandoned. All of that. If they really want to hurt me, all they have to do is leave and come back. And never let me know when they're going to leave again. They just leave. To somebody like me, there is no greater fucking pain than that. Because it, my world crumbles. My world crumbles. Like, anxious attachment plus abandonment issues, bitch. Oh my God, my whole world crumbles. And... At that very moment, my world crumbles because I lose every sense of being. I do not know who I am. I feel lost. I feel confused. I feel scared. I feel afraid. I feel like I don't know what I did wrong. Like, what did I do wrong? Like, I feel so desperate for understanding of what I did wrong so I can fix it, so I can stop being this. 
And the thing is, it doesn't last very long. It doesn't last long. And I have encountered people who know this about me and who have used it to their advantage. And they've, you know, they they tried. They tried it. They did it. And the funny thing was, I saw it coming from a mile away. So when they did it, I said, fuck you, buddy. And I was like, all right, bye. But the thing is, by then, I wasn't like head over heels or anything. So it's like you're trying to you're trying to wound a dead horse, sis. If I have the misfortune of being with somebody who's just like plain cruel and they decide to use that against me because they know they can just for shits and gigs, you know, like that's very scary. That's very scary. So it's like, I don't want my emotions to be so turnkey, to be so like, it's like a radio, you turn it on, you turn it off. And all you have to do is you just leave. You just leave. And it makes me question my value. Like, I hate that. I don't like that. That's one thing that like I really, really want to fix because it makes me question everything. And then it makes me lose every sense of gratitude. And then I have to rebuild my my gratitude like I have to I have to like literally go back to the drawing board and just like write out all of my little affirmations and all my gratitude lists and all that stuff and like I think about that all the time I really do but on the other side of that like a couple weeks ago eh, girl I had um a friend of mine who like low-key this man just wants to be a cult leader like he very much has like attributes of a cult leader And we had had like a slight history, but like after that, we were like, okay, we're not compatible in this way ever. So let's just be friends. And that was the thing. There was a conversation about being compatible with each other and how in this world, in this realm, we should not have sex. We should not date. We shouldn't do any of that. And this was someone that like all my friends knew. So we'd like me and my friends would have conversations about him. And, like, one of my friends was, like, I don't understand. Because, like, okay, so, like, we, he and I would have these deep convos. And then he would also have these deep convos with her. But, like, with us, it was different. Like, there was just a slight romance there. You know what I'm saying? But with them, it was, like, friendly. Because she was, like, nigga, please. So, he'd have these deep conversations with her. And, like, and she would tell him, like, you realize, like, this is... Like, divine is the kind of person you should be with because everything that you need emotionally and that you talk about craving emotionally, that's what she gives. So why aren't you with her? Why are you constantly with people who give you the exact opposite? And, like, it became very... After I got past the, oh, why are we not together? Uh, I'm here for it. You're not, even though you kind of are, but you're kind of not. I don't play that game. I'm not doing it. We can just be friends. I realized that this person was doing this because it's like a, it's kind of like a, um, it's like, I'm going to sound crazy here, but as somebody who's a slight sadist, um, and there, it was a bit of sadism. It was, it was sadism. Like it's not itching. It's not peeing because it feels too good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not peeing because it feels a little too good. 
So after I got over that, but that conversation of, you know, we're just not compatible in this life, like in this realm, in this life. Months later, years, oh, sorry, years later, recently, um, I'm not vibing with his energy. I'm not fucking with his energy because I got him one too many times trying to manipulate me. <laughs> and I was like, babe, you can't manipulate me because I'm not in love with you. So whatever little culty situation you're trying to get at, it's not happening. It's not working. And I don't think you're the smartest person in the room. So, and I, I was getting to the point where I just didn't value their opinion at all. So, and then they were getting mad at me for not valuing their opinion. You see the problems. So one day in the, in wanting to practice good communication, I call him early as fuck in the morning. Like I literally was still in bed and I called him and I was like, Hey, we need to talk. And he was like, about what? And I was like, I, I want distance full distance because I just don't think this is healthy like something is wrong here and I'm not sure what it is and I but it's not healthy and I don't like it and I don't think it's beneficial for either of us after a little bit of attempting to gaslight me whatever he says to me when it's like when it's like gaslighting on top of gaslighting I'm not falling for it the conversation is getting a little bit volatile he says to me, he's like, you know what? I think we're just not compatible with each other. I just think we're not compatible. And the thing is, the first time that not compatible conversation came up, turnkey. I was like, why would, like, no, like, we are. Like, because, like, at that point, they were such a cornerstone of my life. And I'm like, I can't lose you. Like, don't say that. What? How could you say that? We're not compatible with each other. We go to each other for everything. How could you say that? So in this second conversation in 2023, when they said we're not compatible with each other, my brain was like, are you trying to trigger me? You're trying to pull the turnkey. No, no. So he said that he said, I don't, I just don't think we're compatible with each other. And I thought about it for a second and I said, you know what? I actually think you're right. I, wow. Well, actually, wow. That's actually the best way you could have put that. That's exactly what I said. I said, wow. I think that is the best way you could have put that. And honestly, I don't think we even need to have this conversation anymore because you just summed it up really good. And then he tried to say a couple more things that he knew were triggering to me. And I said, no, I, we're just not compatible. We're really not compatible. We're not. And I, I think we should, I think this is, uh, yeah, mm-hmm, this is, he hung up on me and then he blocked me on everything. <laughs> and I was like, now see, If that was like two years ago, that would have broken me. That would have fucking broken me. But now, not so much. But I only wasn't feeling broken because I was no longer in love with this person. 
So I'm like, what would that have looked like, though, if you were still in love with him? And honestly, the thought of that fucking terrifies me. Hi, guys. Hello. Yeah, this is Divine from the future. So um, that's the end of part one of this episode. Um, I've made my episodes a little bit shorter, if you haven't noticed, just because y'all all got ADHD, okay? And y'all cannot focus for shit. Not to drag y'all like that, but it's me too, vibes. It's me too, you know? Um, but yeah, so the next part of this episode will be out next week, and I'm so excited to bring it to you. On that part of the episode, we're going to talk about gratitude and how to bring balance back into our lives after a fun, <laughs> chaotic little spiral. So looking forward to that. It's a great other half, of course it is, because I did it. But before we go, I wanted to tell you that the number one way you can support me as an independent podcaster is by sharing this podcast, is by sending it to a friend, by sending it to a family member, to a sibling, whoever, by posting it on your socials and saying, listen, if you guys want a great new podcast to listen to, click on this one. Listen to my girl, Divine. Word of mouth is the best way you can help an independent podcast, okay? If every single one of you shared this podcast with three people, friends, family, whatever, and only one of those people went to listen to this podcast, my listenership would literally double. And that would be fucking crazy. And it would mean the world to me. So if you have three friends, if you have socials, whatever you have, go ahead and make sure you share POV or my therapist so that more people can join our community. And you know, I'm about to be unemployed. So I really need us to get it together. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I can't even, oop, I can't even pussyfoot around it. Um, I'm about to be unemployed. I'm scared. We need to build listenership, friend. But um, yeah, but I thank you guys for being here today. I had fun making this podcast. It really felt like a big fucking load coming off my shoulders just because I felt like I've been very pent up. And every once in a while, what I really need is to put on my sweatpants, record a podcast in the dark, no lights, no makeup, none of it, and just kind of spill my heart out to you guys. And I really needed this. I really did because I tend to shy away from like, the specifics just because there's shame there's all of these things and there's embarrassment and you know I, I constantly sometimes think about you know I wonder what people say when they listen to this podcast or like even the horror of imagining that you know hinge man come listen to this podcast and then you know then he knows then he knows the horror you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't want to do that. But sometimes it just feels good to get that shit off your chest because I like feeling close to you guys. And isn't it weird that I feel the closest with you when I'm literally talking shit about a man in the dark, just in my jammies? It feels like we're at a slumber party. I'm like, hey, are you sleeping? Yeah, no, I'm awake. Are you awake? Yeah, I'm awake. Um, so did you see what Kyle said to me at school today? That's literally what that feels like. But I appreciate you being here. I love every single one of you so much. Like you guys literally are my besties. I appreciate you. I love you. You make my motherfucking world go round. 
And yeah, thank you so much for sticking by me. I am just really, really happy. I'm happy. I'm so happy I got that shit off my chest. Um, Okay, see you next week for part two. Bye.